and welcome to the Neo News Today podcast. I'm your host, Dylan, of Neo News Today. In episode 53 of the NNT pod, I sat down and spoke with Vishnu Kordi, the co-founder, CEO, and chief architect of StackOS. StackOS is an open protocol that allows individuals to collectively offer a decentralized cloud to deploy any full-stack application, dApp, and private net and mainnet nodes. In this episode, Vishnu and I talked about his background, StackOS's path from conception to today, the importance of advisors, how StackOS simplifies developers' lives, how StackOS will implement support for N3, the relationship with neo-global development, interoperability, and more. So I hope you enjoy listening to this conversation with Vishnu as much as I enjoyed having it. Hey guys, what's going on? Dylan with Neo News Today podcast. Today we are sitting with the CEO, co-founder, and chief architect of Stack OS, Vishnu Cordy. How are you doing today, Vishnu? Oh, uh, very good. Thank you, thank you, Dylan, for having me here. It's it's amazing to talk with you and uh, through you to the community of Neo. Um, so yeah, pleasure to be here. Yeah, Vishnu, it's really cool because Stack OS has just recently kind of made the rounds on the Neo blockchain um, ecosystem. But before we get into what that is, I do want to provide just like a, an overview of who you are, and I think you have a pretty interesting background. Um, you have an interesting patent on cryo cryogenic engines, and you also have um, worked across various different industries and sectors here in the States. And you've kind of been, you, you were saying, as we were speaking, you've worked in all four time zones. So can you just share a little bit about your background and what led you to working on behalf and for Stack OS? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, um, as you said, right, uh, I'm an engineer by background and you know, I have got patents in cryogenic engines uh, and which have been used in nuclear facilities. Um, you know, and 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 the, and, and so that extended to to my really going from mechanical engineering to IT because uh, what had happened was um, when when you have an application uh, you know of of like 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 cryogenic engines you just can't just go and build it you need to simulate it you need to do so much mathematics behind it programming uh, which goes with it so uh, that got me a lot into IT and programming and stuff. Uh, you know, and since we had this major um, product, right? I think it was a great fit for market as well. Um, and you know, for that reasons, um, I'm trying to you know uh, tame my uh, um, my entrepreneurial bug. Decided to you know come to US and finish my uh, masters in management. Uh, so I got two masters, and uh, one is in uh, finance, uh, which is from Harvard University. Uh, that's why I love Boston so much. Um, you know, so, so you know, over, over the years, uh, I have been in the IT field, uh, you know, moving applications from data centers to the cloud, you know, trying to build really cloud-native applications, uh, and and having having the infrastructure built for that. Um, and I think you you know briefly mentioned, and you know, I have worked in four time zones in the US. Uh, you know, I've worked in Denver, Colorado, where you're from, Dylan. Uh, you know, cool place. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, San Francisco, uh, Madison, Wisconsin, and Boston, Massachusetts. 
Uh, so you know, it's it's been interesting here um, for you know, for Stack OS. We've been working for over three years, um, and uh, you know, the new community would know Fabio. Uh, you know, he has been advising us for a very very long time. And uh, you know he's been he's been one of those guys who has helped even you know give a direction to Stack OS where it is now, um, and I think he's just an amazing um, you know advisor to have for any team. I think you know people must look out for him uh, you know if they really want to be uh, guided by someone who's going to add value. Anyways, that apart, um, you know. So uh, you know we were working on a learning management system. Uh, which was using cryptocurrency for offering micro scholarships, but we had positioned ourselves as you know a, a decentralized learning management system. Uh, but the problem was our infrastructure was completely centralized, right? So, so to counter that, we were in the position that how do we really make the infrastructure decentralized? And, and we were working towards that, and then you know it just happened like Fabio was like, "Hey, Vishnu." you have an amazing product. You may want to look for opportunities to make this your centerpiece of your, um, you know, of, of your product and see, right, what happens. And, uh, you know, as again, Fabio advises, but, you know, that's us taking the decision. Uh, so, you know, we went to the community to ask, get feedback about, you know, hey, what do you think about infrastructure protocol? And, um, and would you think it's going to add value? And there was an overwhelming response like, yes, that's what you should probably focus on. Um, so while we have our learning management system, people can still use it. Um, you know, uh, we started to, you know, we rebranded from Integro to Stack OS. Um, and, and, you know, so our team is super experienced, obviously, in the blockchain space. We've been doing this for a while. Uh, our core team is experts in the cloud space uh, and creating infrastructure. Uh, and, and so I think it's just a you know, generic blend of blockchain and you know infrastructure um, and backgrounds, uh, which helps us to really add value to the entire crypto space of you know being the infrastructure protocol, which is unstoppable. Totally. So Stack OS is an open protocol and it allows individuals to collectively offer a decentralized cloud. So can you just share a little bit about what that process is like? Are users like me going to be able to share, you know, spare space on my hard drive and receive rewards? So, um, yes, I think, you know, at some point that will be implemented. Uh, no, we are going to be starting with uh, you know, people being able to uh, source compute from the cloud providers and data centers, uh, and and that will expand to you know people using um, you know selling their giving their own hardware, sharing their own hardware. Um, there are a lot of uh, you know issues and and security related concerns when people are using their own personal hardware, and that is something which we want to really you know stabilize before we start you know using that as the main product. So uh, we are very sensitive to security because people will be deploying you know, really uh, important applications and and also that you know sometimes it's very underlined um, using some hardwares of the local machines. Uh, you know you don't necessarily have the bandwidth as you need. Um, you know the memory CPU could could fluctuate widely because of the different processing uh, requirements of the application and what you know, the, the compute systems actually offer. Um, so so you know moving from there you know but the focus is, is right now in trying to source it from um, you know the, the cloud services and and some data centers. Um, uh, but but how we are uniquely positioned is that you know 
unlike many other you know uh, projects or the, the way they look at this thing is that they have these entities who own or run these cloud systems to actually contribute um how we differentiate and i think your position to be more community driven is that anyone with an amazon account or a gcp account can actually you know um just click some buttons on our ui and automatically spin up infrastructure on the cloud and then integrate it with stack versus ecosystem um so it it would be more like uh, you know um uh, an organism right trying to which which actually you know um builds on or uses compute from everyone else's and then makes it part of its own and grows that way so uh, you know and again the benefits of uh, all of these um, services and would would be coming to the end user who's actually offering the compute system so you know uh, i think you know we are not really uh, throttled or blocked by the limits of the compute because you know every account user in the world can basically just go spin up a new computer uh, new set of um, compute systems and integrate the stack ways so i've noticed on the website that stack os is going to provide uh, services for both decentralized applications and traditional applications. So is that kind of merger or marrying between the two realms, the ability to offer a decentralized network as well as use the backend for these various centralized cloud providers? Correct. So, <clears throat> so the way StackOS is actually positioned is that it allows anyone in the industry been blockchain or traditional deploy applications right and 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 the focus has been centered towards how do you make deployments of applications on stack was super simple right if you have taken a look at our demonstration video you would know this has been user experience has been paramount right i mean people should not be able to even tell this blockchain running behind it so you know um, and we have centered a lot of our um, ux uh, implementation around that one um, we are using metamask you know for for initial transactions to to you know allocate um, resources to um, the developers but you know in general right you know once that thing is done it should be super super simple for any developer to start deploying applications quickly and um, when we say decentralized applications you know uh, we like to position ourselves as chain link for compute um for, for that means that anyone who wants to claim to be uh, a, a, a blockchain based company trying to integrate data from the real world needs to use chain link as as an authority right so chain link has established itself as an authority in that domain uh, the way stack was you know would say that is usually all applications uh, you know all the blockchain companies they basically uh, have smart contracts on these protocols right like ethereum neo um but as this thing expands into you know um, you know the real application which are, which are fronting that smart contract they are always uh, until now you know based out of these central services uh, like amazons and the googles and stuff so you know how we do is that you know we we want to you know position ourselves as an authority that you know that application which fronts the smart contracts are deployed on stack os what that means is that if any of the nodes uh, or accounts of uh, of any of the aws uh, node providers is suspended uh, or stopped um, the application migrates over to a newer environment uh without actually going down so it is in fact unstoppable uh because you know you can't just bring down any account or a node 
and and not have it replaced in, in a different region. So that's the power of Stack OS, and I think that's where we stand. And what markets are you going after? So we are, you know, again, uh, you know, it would be very foolish of me to say that we are targeting the entire world at the same time, right? Uh, it's strategically, it's it's a bad idea. Um, but in fact, we do target all the markets, right? But our focus is on the go-to-market strategy. And, and the go-to-market strategy says that we first be focusing on, uh, you know, applications which are, you uh, more traditionally in the blockchain space because that's where the most active community uh, of, of ours lives. Uh, then uh, followed by you know um, um, expanding into uh, uh, two organizations which are not in the blockchain space as well, right? So some of our partners um, you know, are very very tied up with some enterprises. Uh, you may have seen like long list of you know VC firms actually invested in us. Um, so they are committed to having us being more adopted by these larger enterprises. Um, so, so the strategy-wise, you know, we are going to be looking for blockchain projects to you know, partner with, and then you know, committing to deploy on Stack OS. And and as you know, you would see that we build the reputation of you know applications being really really stable on Stack OS. Um, you know, we would want to expand that to more um, central services of these large players in the blockchain space, and then start to expand that thing to traditional applications as well. Um, we do have NFTs, you know, which are a part of our applications, which, you know, which can be treated as NFTs because it's, it's running an application or creating an app is an art, right? And, um, and those NFTs could be, you know, one of the centerpieces of how we expand our network into, you know, getting developers, not just from the blockchain space, but from outside the blockchain space, to be able to sell their um, application, um, and then having this the mindset of how the resellers will sell the application, and, and the application developers can focus on developing, and and when the NFTs are traded, um, the the original authors of the application get incentivized for that. So you know that is a good blend of you know how you bring in NFTs and also be able to get communities not just in the blockchain space but from outside the blockchain space as well. Yeah, and of course, today, a lot of the images and the information in an NFT is stored on a centralized cloud provider anyways, so it's not even a truly distributed product at the moment. Um, You did mention that uh, you're collaborating and working with various blockchains. Now, Stack OS was... um, invested in and incubated by Neo Global Development. So could you just share a little bit about how that relationship formed with Neo Global Development and what that process has been like and maybe how they've helped guide you from um, any pivots you might've had to where you're at today? So good question, right? So as I said, Fabio has been there forever. Uh, you know, of, of, for, uh, as an advisor to us, and um, and and through him, you know, Neo has been one of the closest ones with us. Um, you know, but we originally our team was focused on Ethereum because that's where the learning management system was actually built out of. So you know, um, it was an easy transition for us to just you know focus on Ethereum. It also had the largest community, um, but you know, Neo was something which was going to be centerpieces of knowing that. You know, um, it has a great community, great access to China, and also to developers who are really, really, you know, um, mindful of how to apply these technologies. So, um, 
the way you know uh, so from the beginning pretty much we were hosting the neo nodes um this is really two to two and a half years since then we have been hosting um, neo nodes uh, but the one we are running is neo2 right um so currently we are um, you know working with the neo team to be able to you know create these uh, docker images for the n3 um so you know i mean that is kind of you know from technical point of view how implementation is working and you know neo has been it's an neo integrated project and uh, neo has invested in, uh, in in stack os to be able to you know in, uh, incorporate us as some of their one of their uh, premium products uh, projects which would be serving the decentralized cloud um you know neo doesn't have any of that anything on that portfolio and stack os is the only application the portfolio which serves applications interesting so if maybe you could just maybe like explain like i'm five how uh stack os will fit into like the neo tech stack for building a decentralized application or maybe an nft great yeah so i think you know what would happen is um so what the current roadmap you know with the, with the hackathon is that stack os will be hosting the neo n3s um, node and will also be providing um infrastructure for applications to be deployed on uh, by the the hackathon teams so basically they will have an app running on stack os backed by the n3 on which they're writing smart contracts um and uh, as we you know grow um you know the goal is to be able to support um you know several of these neo um projects uh, you know and uh, implementations so we would be using um, or allowing any application deployed on stack os to natively connect with neo fs um, and then which is a file store right uh, so application running they can run and they can store the data on on file systems um, like uh, neo fs and then you would Uh, also have you know access or being able to log into the stackos platform using the neo id uh, which will be pretty seamless um, you know so and there are a lot of these technical plans uh, which we have with neo uh, and as we go we would be implementing those in the ecosystem is there a future where users from other blockchain networks are using stackos because it sounds like interoperability is is kind of yes. a focus for the plat- the platform and the product is there a future where users from other blockchains maybe um use neofs as a distributed storage provider um just through a seamless integration in stack os exactly yeah that that's one of the goals right so again interoperability interoperability is going to be the key driving force um in in the, in the future no it's not going to be the ethereum only or you know bsc only i think there is a you know a mix of for all and um and and i think people are going to choose the best tech for the right stuff they need to do so let's say if you want to store some files you can't store that on ethereum it would be foolish to do that um for that reasons they are using new fs in my opinion um you know and and uh, i think stackos is perfectly positioned to be able to enable that and the reason behind that is because you know people can actually come to stack os uh, we support ethereum right now and, and bsc uh, because they're both you know compatible with the erc20 um token contract one but also because you know uh, the smart contracts are pretty much the same um 
and people can log in with the two different accounts, right? So that was the first phase of it. Uh, and, you know, and once the integration of the new FS starts, um, developers, while they're working and deploying applications, which are backed, let's say, by the smart contract, uh, they could use a uh, new FS to be able to store their data on and, you know, uh, and operate that way. Um, which is which is pretty unique, uh, you know. Otherwise, you know, you would have uh, it does become you know cumbersome to be able to enable that cross um, interoperability. And it's not just you know um, connecting applications and different platforms within various blockchains and ecosystems. There's a plan for interoperability for tokens as well. So could you share a little bit about how Stack will be able to interoperate on Neo and Neo will be able to interoperate on Stack, o Stack OS? Excellent question, right? So uh, right now we are interoperable, meaning that our token um, lives on two chains, the BSC chain as well as on Ethereum. And, and we use a fundamental uh, product or project of Neo, um, which is the Poly Network. Um, and you know that is going to be the centerpiece of our uh, you know move uh, from one token to another. So making our token interoperable between different uh, blockchains, and um, and we are working on uh, making our stack native stack token interoperable with the Neo blockchain uh, using the Poly Network bridge. Very cool. So. What are some new partnerships that are in line for StackOS? What are you looking to do next with other developers, other entities, other blockchains? What can our listeners expect moving forward? Every week, we announce at least two partnerships. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I'm 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 bound by you know, we already have a pipeline of projects to announce. I'm bound by uh, no, not able to take the names currently, but you know, uh, we we recently announced a lot of these partnerships with you know, Neo is one of the big ones, right? Um, but 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 with others like Butterfly Protocol, we we recently announced with Gather Network um, and with Raise, uh, you know. So so we 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 are constantly you know, announcing our partnerships, but um, you know, the most of the projects revolve around that they're using Stack versus infrastructure to deploy and run applications on. And, and that's pretty powerful because that shows you the adoption, right? Uh, we want to be the most adopted application uh, for decentralized cloud in this place. And I think, you know, with all the partnerships and engagement we have seen, you know, all of them are committed to run their uh, applications here. All of our VC uh, firms are committed to deploying their applications in Stackverse as well, which is about 2022 partners already. So you know, it's it's a big number, and I think we're pretty excited to just take the lead from there. Very cool. And what's the status of the network? Are is it on mainnet? Is it in beta? Are your partners able to start using it right now? Great question. So um, now we did have our application in the test net. Um, and that was about, I mean, we are still in testnet, uh, but you know, we had made it publicly available about a month and a half back. Um, and what happened is we had about thousand applications deployed uh, within few hours, uh, which was really big and it was too expensive for us because you know we had to end up paying for the compute resources for everyone. So uh, then we had to put that behind a form for the people to apply. Um, so basically, we are in the phase where we are talking with you know uh, people who are really having a compelling 
uh, use case and, and you know, sponsoring their projects. Um, but they need to go through a form which we fill out and, uh, and if that engagement looks interesting, we you know, initiate the conversations. Um, but you know, um, I think that's where we were at, uh, where we are at right now, but uh, you know, our plan is to get to Mainnet very soon. So you know, we hope to be there in the next two months. Uh, we will be opening um, you know, a partial Mainnet already with the Neo Hackathon. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, um, we get the right response and we get to take that feedback uh, to, you know, uh, to improve on the product. Well, having too many users and having it be too expensive for you sounds like a good problem to have. It is. It is a good problem to have indeed, uh, you know. So, yeah, I mean, we, we were excited, super excited. We, you know, we were part of the chain link, um, you know, that actually brought us the hype and also, um, you know, people actually coming on board to try out Stack OS. Uh, so yeah, it's definitely a great problem to have. I don't think anyone in this industry has been able to accomplish those many deployments in such a short time frame. Very cool. Well, uh, a Neo adjacent project that has a relationship with Neo. So I look forward to following along with a lot of the great progress that you and your team have. And I want to thank you so much today, Vishnu, for taking the time to chat with the Neo News Today community. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Dylan. It was a pleasure speaking with you and the community through you. Cheers. Bye. Well, what did you think of that conversation? I thought it was super interesting to learn more about the process and the pivots StackOS has made over the course of the project. It was also interesting to learn more about how the team is working with the folks over at Neo to create Docker images for N3. And it was great to learn more about Vishnu's ideas for integrating the NeoFS distributed file storage system into StackOS and what implications that could have for introducing NeoFS to users outside the Neo ecosystem. To keep up to date with the latest in the NEO ecosystem, visit www.neonewstoday.com. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our channels on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and or Spotify. And leave a five-star review if you feel that others should hear our content. Every subscription and review helps others learn more about the NEO News Today podcast and the NEO ecosystem. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Neo News Today podcast, and we look forward to catching you next time. Mm-hmm.